0: I'm Rev. David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. This podcast was first broadcast as part of a Sunday service for Easter Day 2020. And we begin by reading from John's Gospel, Chapter 20. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the entrance. She went running to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. Then Peter and the other disciple went to the tomb. The two of them were running But the other disciple ran faster than Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and saw the linen cloths, but he did not go in. Behind him came Simon Peter, and he went straight to the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there and the cloth which had been around Jesus' head. It was not lying with the linen cloths, but was rolled up by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in. He saw and believed. They still did not understand the scripture, which said that he must rise from death. Then the disciples went back home. Mary stood crying outside the tomb. While she was still crying, she bent over and looked in the tomb, and saw two angels there, dressed in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head, and the other at the feet. Woman, why are you crying? they asked her. She answered, They have taken my Lord away, and I do not know where they have put him. Then she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who is it that you are looking for? She thought he was the gardener, and so she said to him, If you took him away, sir, tell me where you have put him and i will go and get him jesus said to her mary she turned toward him and said in hebrew rabboni which means teacher do not hold on to me jesus told her because i have not yet gone back up to my father but go to my brothers and tell them that i am returning to him who is my father and their father my god and their God. So Mary Magdalene went and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and related to them what he had told her. So this must be the strangest Easter ever, apart from the first one. All the stuff we normally do at Easter, walk up on side knot at dawn, share in a breakfast communion in the church hall, and then the big church service with those great rousing hymns. None of that is happening. Normal celebrations are replaced with quiet contemplation about the greatest news ever told. The tomb is empty. Death is undone. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. The news hasn't changed, but the world has. Or is it simply that the pain of the world is more obvious than usual, and may be closer to home. How does the good news change things for us? Does it make a difference now, in today's scary world? I struggle with this. I don't know, I'm not sure. It's hard to make sense of. There isn't a neat and tidy logic to explain everything away, and make it all okay. And actually... That's a lot like the story of the resurrection. A story full of fear and confusion. Maybe the answer for now is simply to stick with the story. To see ourselves and our world reflected in it. It begins in the dark as Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb. The tomb is empty and that's an awful thought. She runs to Simon Peter and John. What have they done? And when Simon Peter and John see the empty tomb for themselves, all of Jesus' teaching flashes through their minds. And they believe, but they do not understand. And Mary simply stands there and cries, full of grief. And in the midst of her angst, Jesus speaks her name, Mary. How powerful it is that God knows each one of us by name. And Mary returns to the other disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. The mystery is still there. None of them can explain what has happened. The fear is still there. It's all so unusual. And yet, a spark of hope slowly develops into a small flickering flame that will soon become the great blazing fire of the Holy Spirit. This Easter, in the quiet of our own homes, in the centre of our hearts, as we ponder this scary and confusing but ultimately hopeful story, let's praise and thank God for the great things he has done. Let's commit to growing that tiny flicker of hope in our own lives. Let's celebrate in new ways the good news. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. That's it for now. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.